Hey everyone, how you doing today? We are continuing on our expert series. It is Wednesday, and yes, you know what that means. We bring back Anna Kelly. How you doing, Anna? I'm doing great, Michael. Thank you so much. Good to be here again. I'm excited for our three topics. Our first topic is one that uh, we we discussed late last week, and that is let's just review what what Anna Kelly has on her plate because it's amazing. Uh, and I particularly like that you're juggling all the balls and still staying focused on what's important. Joy is still there. And, you know, you're doing some amazing things. So start in any order, because I think people are going to wonder how you do this, uh, how you got everything going. It's pretty amazing. Thank you, Michael. You know, I, time blocking is key for me. So really getting really serious about I know what I want to achieve and who I want to become in my life and over the next years to, to say that I've lived my life well, right? So in order to do that, I've got to time block time for all of those things that are important. So the, over the last year, I've gotten really good at time blocking and actually not ignoring what my phone says when it goes off with its reminders, right? Yeah. Like doing yeah. all the work stuff and ignoring the health stuff or the different things. So I'm really committed this year to like sticking with that time blocking and, and being faithful to what I've told myself is my priorities for the day. Right. Mm -hmm. But things come up all the time that we don't expect. And we have to give ourselves a little room for those things. So um, the first thing that I had that came up unexpected, which I'm really excited about, we got a, a 36 unit under contract nice. um, in my backyard, literally 10 minutes away from me. Um, a property that we'll add to our portfolio that, that two partners and I own together, about 200 units so far. And we've been in the throes of due diligence. Last week, we um, right after our call, I think we had our due diligence walkthrough. So we you know, walked every unit and I have been just reviewing multiple years of detailed accounting records and profit and loss and trying to see if the numbers that were on the OM were actually <laughs> correct, the memo. Yep. and has all kinds of anomalies that we had to figure out. So, Shocking. you know, I had probably four hours a day for five days of extra stuff I needed to do that I didn't have time for. And what I, cause you're asking how I do it, right? Yeah. Last year, my time was blocked 7am to 5pm every single day and then kids stuff all night. And I didn't have breathing room in between in a lot of my days. Mm -hmm. So then it resulted in late nights. And I'm like, no more. I promised my kids when I retired, right? Uh, left the corporate world at night, I'd be mom and only deal with emergencies. So I have basically set my Mondays and Fridays, Michael, to where I have one appointment on Mondays, and everything else Mondays and Fridays, I have totally free on my calendar. So I can catch up on everything I couldn't do on my Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays that are just full. Um, and that's given me a lot of breather room, even though it's only been a month that I've been doing it. It's been really refreshing that like, okay, Mondays and Fridays and about two hours on Wednesdays, I can just get caught up and not have to work late anymore. So that's been really important. That's amazing. Yeah. Again, time blocking is one thing, not ignoring your time block is another. But again, I think that subtle twist of planning catch up because you have some, as we'll go through the list, the people are going to be amazed at all the things you're doing. You've actually created buffer, planned buffer, um, which really yes. lowers stress, removes the, oh my God, I have to do this at night because that's the only time I have. Um, yeah, yes. it, it probably, yeah. it's, it's, it's less stressful, easier, and you could go back to your core thing. You're going to be mom at three o'clock or 2.30 right. or whatever it is. Right. And, you know, full disclosure, things have happened 
all month long that have thrown a wrinkle still in the time and they always do. Right. Sure. But now it's like now when I'm exhausted and it's nine 45 and I haven't done my second workout for 75 hard, I'm like, I would be going to bed last month and I am going to start my workout, even yep. if it's nine 45 at night and I'm going to stay up and I'm going to be exhausted. So I'm making myself get that done. Yeah. Um, and that's getting done later, but I can do it in front of the TV with my kids, you know, yeah. like, okay, we'll talk while I'm doing, you know, yeah. so I'm just trying to kind of have a little bit better, better balance. Um, the other thing is I, I launched my new coaching, uh, cohort. So my new group of students, we just started actually yesterday nice. and, um, I have coaching students most of the day on Tuesdays and Thursdays and just have about an hour to two hours each of those days where I'm working on asset management for my other properties. And so those two days are full focused on other people. And, but I enjoy it. I love helping other people. So even though those days are back to back to back all day, um, it's, I, I enjoy it. So yeah. I get joy out of, out of doing it. Um, and those days are kind of crazy at night. I'm like, my husband, poor guy has to take two to three kids at a sporting event when I can't, you know, to drop off and help pick up. So he's, he's helped by picking up some of those, you know, drop off times. And um, the other days a week, I'm working on deals. So last week, and I posted about this, we've talked a little bit about it. We finally closed on our big lake house purchase. So the lake, this beautiful lake in the mountains of Pennsylvania, it's going to be a six bedroom house. It's about 4,400 square feet. And it just overlooks this breathtaking lake. So we yeah. closed on it Thursday nice. um, and we started our renovation plans. We had loose plans, but we bought this uh, lake house and it was very, it's only 22 years old, Michael, but the people were retirees. So it was the choices of decor were very dated, right? Mm -hmm. Like maroon and hunter green, everything. Mm -hmm. All the beautiful windows were blocked with dark curtains. So you couldn't really see everything, you know? So we had a pretty good idea of what we were going to do. And we have a budget, but we said, okay, we're going to go Thursday. We're meeting with contractors Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We started to open up some walls to see how hard it was going to be to make it an open floor plan, nice. which you can't really do till you buy it. Right. Yep. And picked out our decor for our new bathrooms. We're totally gutting three bathrooms and redoing it. And um, was supposed to have a nice extended weekend with all my kids. One of my kids got quarantined with COVID. So instead, my husband and I had to drive back and forth. He did the back and forth and I stayed, right? Okay. Um, so, you know, it's another one of those, well, there went that. We're going up every weekend for the next few months to renovate and decorate and meet with contractors and get this thing souped up as a short-term rental. Um, so it's really exciting and going to keep us really busy the next couple of months. Yes. This is the second kind of, I, I don't know what I'll call it. I'll call it a high-end Airbnb, I don't know, short-term rental, if you want to call it that, right? The first one you did on the beach, the house and all of that. Um, yeah, this is actually my fourth one. I've oh, had three one. at the beach. Okay. Yeah, three houses at the beach. And this is this is probably a bigger and nicer house, though, than even those three. Wow. Now, is that, uh, how have you seen that been? That's, you know, that's a business model that's, you know, nobody, no other of my experts do it. How, how do you like that? Again, anywhere there's water, it's kind of a draw, right? Whether it's the, the ocean or the a lake or any of that. Is that, is that true? It is true. And, you know, when I started doing short-term rentals, I really did it um, because I wanted a second home. I wanted to get to the beach and have a forced vacation because we were so busy. We rarely took vacations in time. And 
I finally said, you know, I grew up on the, the beach, Galveston, Texas, and, and I missed that. And I said, let's just go vacation. Well, when I saw the cost of vacation rentals in the Northeast, I mean, you know, $4,000, $6,000 for a week, I was just floored. Why would people pay that much money to go sit at the water, right? And um, the other thing was you couldn't rent them for two or three nights. You, could, you had to have a whole week. So we decided, hey, let's buy a place if it covers, if the rents cover the expense of having it. And that's how we did the first one. And the thing about vacation rentals, Michael, in a lot of locations like the Northeast beaches, it's very hard to cash flow. These purchases are not always your cash cows. Now, for some investors, they are. Your higher end rentals, um, you have much higher um, dollar amounts coming in every week and they're better taken care of, but they're very expensive. So to be honest with you, it's hard to cash flow and the cash flow isn't the biggest piece of your return. So for me, I only bought properties that were distressed. They were in foreclosure or pre-foreclosure or a short sale. So I had about a hundred grand of equity going in, mm-hmm. buying well below that value. And when you do that, it allows you to cash flow more easily than people that pay retail for one of these properties. So um, at the beach, you're going to do well, but the further south you are, the further warm you are near warm weather, you'll just cash flow a lot better on short-term rentals because it's warm, you know, from March to October in Texas, for example. So short-term rentals by water do really well in the South and short-term rentals just about anywhere, even if you have shorter seasons, as long as you buy right, um, it's where people are vacationing in good times and during recessions. Mm -hmm. If you look at short-term rentals like in Nashville or Orlando, they're being clobbered, Miami, like (laughs) investors are are losing their properties in droves because people aren't going there, right? But people are still wanting to get away with their family, eat in, cook, and quarantine together near rivers, lakes, and beaches. And so that's why we've gone after properties only that are by the water, with the exception of the few units we have in our apartment buildings. Very cool. Well, again, it's amazing what you can get done in a week when you focus, when you focus on students and deals and all of that. And congrats on the 36 units. It's going to be fun to see that come together. I can't wait for topic number two. Awesome. Thanks, Michael.